In Mark chapter 9, beginning with verse 2, we read, And after six days Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, and led them up a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became radiant, intensely white, as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah. For he did not know what to say, for they were terrified. And a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them but Jesus only. Up till now in Mark's gospel, not only have we seen Jesus performing amazing miracles, not only have we seen him teaching in authoritative ways, not only have we seen him demonstrating incredible mercy and grace and compassion to everyone he meets, but over the most recent passages, we've seen the identity of Jesus as God's Christ, his anointed one, his son, who would come to usher in a long-awaited age for the world and the fulfillment of promises that God had been making to his people for centuries. We see that part of how he was going to accomplish that was by suffering, by being rejected and killed, but then rising on the third day. And we've watched his apostles, including Peter, James, and John, struggle with understanding it. Yet here on this mountain, they get to see it. They get to see it with their own eyes as Jesus is transfigured. Something about him changes to show a brightness, a radiance, even to his clothes that clearly demonstrated his divine identity that helped them not just know he's God's son, but there with their own eyes see it. And if seeing Jesus in all of his glory from God weren't enough, there appeared to him Moses and Elijah. In the Hebrew scriptures, what we today call the Old Testament, Moses was the one through whom God gave the law to his people 1,400 years before Jesus walked the earth. The first five books of the Bible are referred to as the law of Moses, and he was the main character and author of much of it. Yet there was also Elijah from several centuries before Jesus as well, who was one of the prophets. And the second part, the rest of the Old Testament after those five books is collectively known as the prophets in Jesus's day, with Elijah being one of the greatest and best known among them. So here's Jesus showing all of God's glory, talking with these two giants of their Jewish faith, the law, Moses, and the prophets. Elijah. And there's so much that we learn about Jesus just from that picture when we see Jesus in dialogue with Moses and Elijah. Jesus didn't come to destroy what had come before under the Jewish system. Jesus wasn't something brand new, completely divorced from these Jewish roots. He's in conversation with them. He is the fulfillment of all the things that they were saying and doing. He is where it was all leading to. And Peter's terrified reaction helps us to know that about Jesus, especially when God himself responds. Because appreciate in those days, tents were associated with 
worship. We might think of the tabernacle in the times of Moses in particular. So when Peter's proposing that they build these tents that they honor, that they worship Jesus and Moses and Elijah, I'm sure to his terrified mind that made sense, that seemed respectful, but that wasn't what God wanted done. Because while Jesus was in dialogue with Moses and Elijah, Jesus alone is who the story is about. Everything that those men did, all of the ways God worked through them, was to bring this moment where Jesus, God's son, came into the world to prepare for him to accomplish God's ultimate rescue plan for humanity through his death, burial, and resurrection. So when Moses and Elijah vanish, as God declares this, Jesus is my beloved son, listen to him. We have from God's own voice, a crucial command for Peter, James, and John, as well as for us. Jesus is who we need to listen to. You and I might study other books of the Bible, and they're in dialogue with Jesus. They can help us to understand who Jesus is, but never make the mistake of thinking that Moses and Elijah and Jesus are all just Bible characters. And as long as we're reading their stories and acquiring some knowledge, we're good to go. Because God's ultimate aim with all of it is that we listen to Jesus because he alone is God's beloved son. He is the one that God has sent into the world to accomplish his purpose. He deserves our honor. He deserves our worship because he is the one who has God's glory. Peter, James, and John were able to know who Jesus is because of what happened on that mountain. And as we get to hear from their eyewitness testimony, it gives us further confidence to know Jesus too. And it challenges us to be people that listen to him alone.